from University Athletics. This is the Burn 'em Up Podcast. Now let's join your host, Carmen Lastoria and Philip Tang. And welcome back to the Burn 'em Up Podcast. Philip Tang and Carmen Lastoria back here with you for another edition. And Carmen, we had a big announcement. As we record this on a Wednesday, come out a little bit earlier today. Something I think all of our fans are super, be super excited for. That's right. We have the brand new Leaf Flames mobile app. So go to your mobile store available for uh, Apple and Android and download the app. Search Leaf Flames. You can also uh, get the link there on our social media at Leaf Flames and on our website LeeUFlames.com. But yeah, the, the app is going to be your one-stop shop for all things Lee Athletics. So you can stay connected and you don't miss any of the action. You can watch games there, follow live stats, get up-to-the-minute news on your favorite teams and players, and uh, you can buy gear from there. You can listen to the podcast from the app and all all of these things. So, yeah, we just really feel like this is going to be a great way for our fans to stay connected on everything uh, going on uh, in the world of Lee Athletics. So make sure download the app today. You won't regret it. It's going to be great. Yeah, the push notifications of games in progress is the best thing ever because you get a soccer goal that comes through at halftime and tells you who's leading, who's losing. You know, every sport is going to tell you when the stats are going, including for golf. They may not give you as much in-game updates, but they'll let you know where to go find the stats, including our next guest who is joining us on the from the golf team today. That's right. We've got Bennett McNabb. Bennett McNabb is a junior. Is that correct, Bennett? Yep. Junior. Redshirt sophomore. Redshirt sophomore on the Lee men's golf team. And, of course, he has been a part of some spectacular teams over his time here at Lee. Won the national championship two years ago. Last year made another run to the national championship and got back into match play. And so, Bennett, first of all, man, first two years of collegiate golf for you. This is now your third year with the program. Uh not bad, right? I mean, not bad. You guys have uh, had some success. Uh, so first, take us back through that and uh, what it was like last year because you had a unique opportunity to get inserted into the lineup relatively late in the game in postseason, and you show up big at regionals and you show up big at nationals. And just take us through how you were able to uh, step in in a tough spot and uh, help your team out in a big way. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it kind of goes back to just – you know, mopping from the start, kind of hopping on my tail that freshman year. Um, wasn't doing the things I needed to be doing. And he got me on, you know, practice plans and working on my process and stuff. And that kind of just, when I popped out of the lineup after Vegas, one of his big things was just keep doing what you're doing, you know, because you've been doing the right things and you're in a good position. So as long as I kept doing those things, I was able to, just stay focused on that, and then if another opportunity came up, came up like after a conference, it would all just take care of itself, and the play would do the talking. So, what do you think the, the biggest improvement from that process with Coach Mop and helping you get going from your first year going to second year? Where was the biggest jump? Practice plans, um, practice plans, and just being more intentional. Um, I think that was the biggest thing. He just mopping kind of jumped on me, you know, after that freshman year, um, like he can do. But <laughs> he, he got a hold of me, and I started sending those to him every week. And throughout the summer, that's when I made, you know, my summer from freshman year to sophomore year was probably my biggest jump. Um, I'd sent them every week and stick to them, and it was just super intentional and just kind of helped me get a heck of a lot better. 
Now, Bennett, obviously you, you mentioned Coach Mop, and now he has, of course, gone into the role of athletic director. So now Evan Spence is the new men's golf head coach, but he's no stranger to the program. Mm-hmm. Of course, you guys have been around him, familiar with him. He was a great player here and then on the coaching staff the last couple of years. So uh, how has it been getting uh, him acclimated? How has he been able to acclimate himself as head coach uh, in these first couple of tournaments here in the fall for you guys? I mean, honestly, it's felt pretty normal Yeah, because um, we had him – as our GA my freshman year. So, I mean, we all know what it's like to be coached by them. We we know what it's like to play by them. So, it's been super comfortable and it's felt super normal, um, which is honestly went against my expectations of what yeah. I expected. Um, but he's he's doing an awesome job. I mean, he's he's come in with a really young team. And, I mean, we're the day-to-day stuff is what hasn't showed up yet. So... Once we continue that and what he has us doing, we're we're going to be great. Um, but coach wise, I mean, he's he's super knowledgeable about the game of golf, and arguably more knowledgeable than Coach Moffin. No offense. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, there uh, you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, interesting. Um, no, uh, and, and I like what you said about trusting that process because I think you personally experienced that as you mentioned last year about yeah. just trusting that process and it's going to pay off. And then uh, have you been able now to maybe, you know, how have you taken on more of a leadership role now and maybe express that to the younger guys? Because you mentioned the team looks a lot different uh, than it has in the past with uh, Connor Pullman's now an assistant coach yeah. and Dustin Demersman graduated uh-huh. and, and Beck Burnett graduated. And so now it's, you know, you and Ollie are kind of yeah. the last two there that, that uh, were regular contributors in the lineup the last couple of years. So have you been able to embrace that leadership role a little bit more this year? Yeah, I would say so. And I don't try and force it on anyone, but I think it's me and Ollie kind of made a point to start this year that we just kind of wanted to set the standard. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was the main thing we wanted to do just – day-to-day and how we work and how we do things and we go to class you know we do all the right things and you know it's not acceptable otherwise so just kind of setting that standard early was just kind of a big big thing to do and just kind of understanding everyone because everyone's so young and we're getting into these tournaments and no one's really, except for me a little bit, I mean, I have one year under my belt and Ollie's played for every tournament since he's been here. Um, but everyone else is not super acclimated to the tournament setting, which sure, is, yeah. as you know, is completely different. Right. Um, so just kind of helping those guys out when they get in tournaments and dealing with nerves early and 36 whole days and the mental test and stuff. So just kind of trying to be super informative there. Yeah. Some of the new guys you've talked about kind of getting acclimated. What do you think it's been the biggest adjustment for them coming from either another uh, collegiate school from high school? What's been the biggest adjustment for them? Um, I'd say, well, I mean, we have two freshmen, uh, Mitchell and Jackson. And Mitchell's popped in the lineup, you know, right off the bat. And he's he's gotten acclimated quickly. But I'd, I'd just say, I mean, aside from golf, just life. I mean, when you go into college, sure. yeah. it's just kind of throws you for a whirlwind and it's just nothing like you've ever experienced. Your parents aren't breathing down your neck every day and, you know, you have your own decisions, but, um, yeah, I mean, they've, they've done an amazing job coming in and we've also had, so we had them two come in and we've had three transfers. Um, so, you know, they're, they've been doing things a certain way for as long as they've been in college and then coming here and we do it a little bit differently. Um, 
but everyone's doing a fantastic job of you know getting acclimated so when you're not on the golf course, I know you spend a lot of time on the golf course if Coach Spence is listening, right? I mean, you're just <laughs> sleeping, breathing outside of going to class, right? We get that, of yeah. course. But in those rare moments when you're not on the golf course or you're not in class, what what does Bennett McNabb like to do to kick back, relax, and, and have fun? What What's your go-to? I I love watching college football. Okay, that's a big one. I'm a huge Ole Miss fan. Okay, tough so, tough game last week yeah, against against Bama, but we kind of expected it. I'm not <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I'm a big football fan. I love spending time with my family. Just a big family guy. Yeah, I've enjoyed uh, not to interrupt you there, but yeah. I enjoyed you know getting to know your dad and uncle yeah. a little bit these last couple of years out at those tournaments. So Absolutely, it's great to have that support. Yep, for sure. Um, but yeah. That's pretty much it on that point. Okay. Just a little college football on Saturday. College football and family. There you go. I love it. Oh, and I love cooking. Really? Big cook. Yep. Okay. Well, what's what's your specialty? You got any – your go-to meal here? Maybe something you can share with Tang and I at some point? Yeah. um, I'm really good at cooking fillets. Ooh, nice. uh, I'm really good at eating them, so I think that that could work out. Same. Some – Garlic and butter basted with rosemary. Man, so. I mean, it's I just I just had lunch, but I'm getting hungry again just hearing <laughs> you talk about that. Okay, that's pretty that's pretty cool. That's uh, I cannot. I mean, my yep. wife will tell you it, it's not. I can barely make macaroni and cheese out of a box. So <laughs> I, I respect that very much. All right, so what's been the toughest course you have played as a collegiate golfer? Oh, honestly, it's kind of a a tough fight between. Avalon Lakes, where we played the national championship. That was a bear. <laughs> <laughs> was, yeah. And uh, I don't think the course out in Vegas was very necessarily hard, but the conditions there were really hard. Oh, so. that's right, because it was really windy yeah. that weekend, wasn't I it? I think we, we played winds. It was 25 to 30 constant, gusts up to 50 to 55. Ooh. So that was kind of just an area I've never you know played in and – Having to adjust to win like that was pretty tough, but uh, and then Avalon Lakes. I mean, Carmen, you saw some of those tee balls out there. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, I'm sure you guys were nervous. I was nervous just watching and just thanking God that I didn't have to play that course because now it was a beautiful course. It, it was, was a beautiful, beautiful layout, course. and uh, you guys got to stay right there on the facility. Um, what's it been like to experience? You know, very few collegiate golfers get that national championship experience. You know, you get the uh, you get the banquet, you get the you know the red carpets rolled out, and then you guys the last couple of years too being able to make it to match play, and you you get to have the matchup, you know after the after the third round where you pick your players and all of that. So what what are those experiences like, uh, or are you just kind of in the moment you're just locked into what you're doing? I mean a little bit of both. I mean obviously when we're in that position, we're there to 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 win, and that's our focus. But there is a point in time where. You know, you kind of look around and just feel super grateful, you know, for the opportunity to, to be able to go. And with the group of guys that we've gone with, you know, mm-hmm. it's just everyone's super close-knit. So it's easy to take in the experience, you know, because it's, you know, even when you show up on the first tee and you have the the starter that's yeah. super dressed up and <laughs> announcing your name. I don't – I can't remember his name, but there's a guy, <laughs> you know, and he's got the – he's got a, a flashy sports – like a pink sports coat on and, the, you know, he's, he's dressed to the nines yep. and he's just got the voice and he's like – yeah, it's really like yeah. it's, you know you're at a big event, yeah, right? And it's a really cool experience. Yeah, I've seen those at the different levels. It's yeah. treated like a major, yeah. major golf course. Yeah, yeah. Event. absolutely. Is there a, uh, is there a shot – 
last year that you go back to that was just kind of one of those like uh, you were so steady through those two tournaments, mm-hmm. Bennett. That you know it, it may not be because you were just very solid tee to green. But was there a is there a shot or something that you know you just go back and you remember you know that being a that being a big moment uh, for you individually, then obviously as a team. Yeah, um, I'd have to say regionals, and this may sound kind of funny, I guess. I started off pretty poorly. I was one over early and then kind of had a stretch of birdies together and I birdied three in a row and then I go to hole nine, which is just like a super intimidating hole. Yes, the I water down the, the hole water right on side. the right side. Yeah. yeah. Oh. And uh, I hit just the most perfect tee ball dead center and then I hit just an okay shot. I mean, to 30, 35 feet and I come off of three birdies. So obviously I'm wanting to, to get another one and I hit this putt and it's just humming dead center of the of the hole and it is probably going to go 10 feet by <laughs> it's dead center of the back of the cup pops up and goes in for a fourth <laughs> in a row so some might say it was just going my way that day but and then go on to the next and hit it to three feet to have five in a row so five that was, and that was round one right that was round one yeah so that was just i mean you want to talk about <laughs> you know coach Boppin makes the move insert you into the lineup and you reward your coach with yeah. five straight birdies i love it man because like you said it there was a lot of hard work that led up to that moment. Absolutely. And see fans and all of us, we just see that moment. We mm-hmm. see the five birdies in a row or the 68 or whatever you shot, and it's like, man, what a big round they got out of Bennett. But people don't see the hard work Absolutely. that goes into it to make those moments possible. Yeah. Well, Bennett, well, what do you think is the next goal for these last couple of tournaments for the fall? Because you'll have some time, obviously, before the spring tournaments. What's some things yeah. you want to see from yourself in these last couple of tournaments? Um, honestly, I just want to keep – finishing in the top 10. Um, I think just continue working on the game and doing the practice plans and sticking to my process. And obviously the results take care of itself, but just getting myself in that position more and more often, uh, the better off I'm going to be and probably be in a position to win eventually. So um, that's that's kind of the individual goal. And team-wise, I mean, as we get more guys playing and stuff, we're – that's just we're gonna be more better off, and Ollie's Ollie's on the, you know, so close to playing some really good golf, and not just playing good golf, but winning um, consistently. You know, he's that kind of guy. Um, so once we once we really get clicking on all cylinders, we'll we'll be right there. Oh, no doubt. It's it's a new look, but the s- same tradition of excellence with the Lee Men's Golf Team, and that has a lot to do with Ben and McNabb. Ben, thanks so much for joining us, man. We look Absolutely. forward to following along the rest of the fall, and then, of course, as we get into the spring. Thanks, man. Thank you very much. We'll take a quick break and be back with more here in a moment on the Bottom Up Podcast. I was told the place I was looking for didn't exist. A place that could refine my raw talents into something greater. Where I could ask big questions about my faith, not settling for easy answers. And I could risk what's comfortable in pursuit of my dream. To join with others, find my voice, and change the world. I was told that place didn't exist. Then I found Lee. Welcome back to the Burnham Up Podcast. Philip Tang and Carmel Astoria back here with you. And always good to hear from the golfers as they're a, t- they're a team that has been successful year in and year out, and they've done pretty well again this year to start in the fall. You know, this doesn't matter as much in terms of the spring postseason, but still you want these good head-to-head matchups with region teams right now. Yeah, because they all count in that regard, as you mentioned, those head-to-head matchups. And uh, I was on the uh, women's golf uh, 
regional committee last year and got to kind of experience how, how that all works. And, and you certainly take into account how a team's playing in the spring and, and mm-hmm. those type of things and winning conference and winning tournaments. But uh, you also look at those head-to-head matchups because sometimes uh, you go back to the fall and, and you get to kind of – you know, see what the team's doing as a whole body of work. And so everything matters. And, uh, yeah, it's a new era for the Lee men's golf team. But as as Bennett said, you know, they're, they're very familiar with Coach Evan Spence. He was played for Coach Moppin, was an assistant for Coach Moppin. And so that same standard of excellence there. And uh, some new faces. I mean, this right. was always going to be a transitional year no matter what, uh, just because of losing guys like Connor and Dustin and Beck, who had been mainstays in the lineup and national champions. Uh, but, yeah, Bennett really, I think, solidified himself mm-hmm. as kind of that next rising star in men's golf. Uh, I was there at both those tournaments down in uh, down in Fort Lauderdale for regional and then up in Ohio uh, for nationals, and Bennett was just steady, man. I mean, just yes. played great in, in both of those tournaments. And, uh, you know, I love that because, you know, he wasn't in the lineup for much of last year. He was kind of in and out of the lineup, uh, you know, for much of last year. So he was – you know, somebody that really played his way into the lineup and deserved to be there, proved it on the big stage. And, of course, right away in round one, as he alluded to, uh, getting on that five-birdie heater there. And uh, that kind of set the stage for uh, his regional tournament as well. But, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, both the Lee men's and women's golf teams making, continuing to make big splashes here uh, as we move forward this year. Looking back at this past week now for Lady Flames and Flames Athletics, the volleyball team went one and one on the road last weekend, winning in five sets against West Georgia, then losing in five sets at Valdosta. I think they may have just run out of gas just a little bit in that last little bit. Because that's, that's a long trip between Carrollton and Valdosta. Then last night, on Tuesday night, beat UAH in a big matchup at home in th- uh, four sets. They're currently playing, as we record this, Young Harris College tied 1-1 as we're recording this. Yeah, I mean, uh, what, 9-6 and six on the year, 2-2 two yes. two in the conference. So, uh, you know, Coach Fobb's done a fantastic job. And, and I loved her post-game comments yesterday, you know, last night after the win and just talking about, you know, the mindset of this team, the toughness of this team, the resiliency, if you will. Uh, you know, they've played, they've played quite a few five-set matches. They've had to battle back to win some of those matches. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, then last night you're in a tough battle and you're able to put away uh, a good conference opponent uh, on your home court and take care of business there. So, yeah, this team, every time they're out on the court, you can see they're growing and they're getting yes. a little bit better each time. And Coach Fobb's system is settling in uh, a little bit better each time. So they're going to be a fun team to watch. And, uh uh, yeah, they'll go on the road. Uh, they'll be back at home on Saturday against uh, rival Shorter, and uh, yeah, I mean, getting a win on the road in Carrollton is big, and then a you know a good hard fought battle and losing in five to Valdosta, and then you come back and you get you get UAH, and uh, yeah, and and you're getting production from up and down the lineup. You know, Abby Stroh's been great, but Ali Skurlock has stepped up big. Carmen Perez, one of the newcomers, and Naomi Naomi Hockless, uh have been uh, instrumental. Uh, in really helping the Lady Flames there from that middle blocker position. And so you're just you're getting production from up and down the lineup. Cameron Halpin's been very solid in the libero position. Ashton Middleton, uh, you know, is, is just doing a fantastic job. And uh, Clarissa Sosa uh, in the setter position. So there's a lot to like about yes. this Lee volleyball team. And uh, hats off to Coach Krista Fobb and her staff. They're doing a phenomenal job. Ashton Middleton just passed 1,000 assists for her career. She's done that in two years now. She did that real quick in this season. She got a long way left to go for this year. We'll see how far she can go. Men's soccer team lost one against Auburn Montgomery, then beat Montevallo. You saw the game on Friday night against AM. That was a 
fight in yeah, terms it's a dog of fight. physical, physical You game. know, it always is. Matt Thorne over there, the head coach for AUM. I mean, that's his style of play, and he's been very successful at it. Won a couple golf South Conference championships when he was at West Al. Has uh, done a great job at AUM. And so, yeah, Coach Pottinger knew it was going to be physical. There's no love loss there. Those teams don't necessarily uh, love each other. But, uh, yeah, it was a good battle. Unfortunately, the Flames did earn a penalty kick there late in the second half. And uh, the goalkeeper for AUM made a fantastic save. I mean, normally, obviously, you're – uh, the, the PK favors the offensive team there when you get that opportunity, but uh, he made a big-time save, and AUM ends up winning it one to nothing. But a good bounce back. You know, the, the Flames have been riding four matches where they hadn't won. Yes. Uh, and, you know, Coach Pottinger said, you know, you could start to feel that on the bench. You could start to feel, you know, just a little anxiety wanting to make sure we get that uh, that win back on the board after a good 3-0 start to the year. So, yeah, big win on Sunday. That was another one that it felt, yeah, so many opportunities. Oh, my goodness, yes. They weren't going in. You think, here we go again. Are we going to settle for a tie when we really feel like on paper we've been the better team? And finally, of course, uh, once again, it was Eamon McLaughlin who was finally able to find the back of the net to get a one nothing victory. And I think that will settle the team down a little bit. Uh, as they get ready for a tough road trip. Yeah, and we'll give credit to Montevallo's goalkeeper. He made three or four yeah. unbelievable saves. That Stepped up, yeah. Some keepers may have not even gotten to. It could have been three or four goals just what he could have done. This week they go to Spring Hill, which is not an easy place to play. It's going to be in the afternoon. Yeah, and tough time to play, too. You know, the 2 and 4.30, kind of yes. in the middle of the afternoon. Can you get yourself up the, for that game? In the deep, deep, deep south. Yeah, probably going to be hot. Um, you know, so that's going to be important, and you don't want to look ahead because obviously right. both teams have – uh, what they would consider, you know, big rivalry games coming up on Sunday, particularly on the women's side, but on the men's side too, against West Florida. And so you don't want to look ahead. You want to take care of business on Friday night or Friday afternoon and then hopefully be able to carry that momentum over in what's going to be a tough test on Sunday. And the women's uh, soccer team tied Montevallo 0-0 and then defeated AUM 5 nothing on Friday night. And kind of like the men's game against Montevallo, they had so many opportunities, but they couldn't find a game winner, unfortunately. Had a lot of good looks, just nothing seemed to slip through. Yeah, and I mean, you know, Coach Hennessy, and of course if you watch the game, you know, lamented a little bit. Some, there was a couple of questionable officiating calls. We don't like to call out no. officials here. You know, we know it's a tough job, but uh, there were a couple of calls that didn't go our way either, which I think, uh, you know, certainly didn't help the fact. But, uh, yeah, one of those, you know, sometimes – you know, it's just hard to find the back of the net. That's a game of soccer. I mean, you can you can dominate a team as far as total shots go, and uh, and possess the ball for the better part of the game, and 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 still come up with a tie. That's just the nature of the game. And so, uh, unfortunately, that's what happened on Sunday. But uh, no, I think this team is certainly coming into its own. Uh, latest ranking, 17th in the country. Yes. Latest ranking that came out today. So. Uh, hey, it's going to be – don't look ahead. Spring Hill is is a much improved yes. team from what we've seen in the last couple of years, but that's going to be a big-time showdown, two top 17 teams in the country uh, when the Lady Flames take on West Florida on Sunday. Yeah, down in Pensacola again. It's going to be warm. It's going to be an afternoon game, so expect a big, big battle. The, uh, the tennis teams, only a couple people went to this ITA Fall Regional, but Francisco and Maria Vihan and Ashley all had pretty good performances, all making individual – Round of 16 at least. Yeah, and this is a this is a big test. Uh, so I, I know Coach Hines was pleased with how they performed. So they, they, as you mentioned, they took a couple of players down there and uh, really got an opportunity to test themselves against the best teams in the South region. And you mentioned it, some very good individual performances, also some good doubles performances as well. And so uh, a, a really good test in the fall to see where your team's at. Uh, I think they'll have one more fall tune-up here before uh, – 
uh, before they turn their attention to, you know, finishing out the fall semester practice and then, of course, getting ready for the spring. But, uh, yeah, good showing at a tough, tough tournament. That's the best teams in the region. And so uh, I think it bodes well for the way this season is shaping up in the spring for the men's and women's tennis teams. Last two teams going to be competing this upcoming weekend will be the cross-country teams. They go to the Louisville Classic, which they do every year up yep. in Louisville, Kentucky. A race against a bunch of Division One teams again to kind of see where we're all stacked up. Yeah, the, the this Louisville, it's become a tradition. I mean, they've been doing this for yeah, 10, 12 years now since we've been in CA uh, Division Two. They've gone up to this tournament, and uh, so they're very familiar with the track. And, yeah, hopefully a, a good, strong showing. This will be the final tune-up before conference championship. So a good opportunity to get out there for both the men and women. And, uh, yeah, I mean, they are – they're loaded. They're stacked this year. Good depth on both sides of the line for Coach Kayla Morgan. And so uh, best of luck to them up in Louisville. It's a nice run. It's actually right downtown there where you run. Right. And so uh, we wish them the very best on Saturday. Is that correct? Saturday, yeah, Saturday, morning, Saturday morning. Saturday morning. So make sure to check out your app. Download the app and check it out. Uh, on Saturday morning you'll get updates for that. And then, of course, on they, our social media as well. They are supposed to be streaming that on Flow Sports. So if you're a Flow Sports subscriber, you can watch you our can watch it. Lady Flames and Flames run. I don't remember exactly which race because there's multiple races. I think they're the first big race early on in the morning on that one. But as you mentioned the app, I've already got updates today from the games going on. So please go uh, download and like all the teams. If you just want to know about one sport, get the notifications for all the sports because it just helps get the word out even more of how our teams are doing. Yeah, absolutely. It's a one, like we said, it's a one-stop shop for all of you and, uh, you know, you can listen to the podcast, watch videos, watch uh, games live, follow live stats, look at the schedule, uh, get all the latest news on your favorite teams, buy merchandise from the Flame Store. So it's your one-stop shop. Make sure to go to uh, the App Store, download it today, the Leaf Flames app. You won't regret it. And, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's going to be fun at following all of our teams this year. And uh, the app is a great way to stay connected with everything going on. If you go to our website, leeuflames.com, under both multimedia and the fans, there is a link on the, on the Flames mobile app that will take you directly. If you're an Android or an iPhone user, it'll take you directly to your store to download it. And go ahead and do it. And let's see how many people we can give the notifications to out about the next home soccer match. That's right. And another big announcement, Food City is on board. You'll be hearing more information about that. They are the official sponsor of the Burnham Up podcast as well as a premier sponsor and partner for Lee Athletics. So you'll be hearing more about that. We wanted to tease that out there a little bit as well because they are the proud provider of the Burnham Up podcast official sponsor. All right, before we go, your fired up moment of the week. Fired up moment of the week for me. Let's see here. I've got a Go back through it and see who we had competing. I'll go with volleyball. Let's okay. go volleyball with a, you know, they had the big five-set win against West Georgia on Friday. Uh, then they get the, uh, well, was that we a five-setter? We won five sets on Friday, yes. lost five sets on Saturday. Five sets on Friday against West Georgia. Then the big win against Alabama Huntsville on Tuesday. So I'm going to go uh, fart a moment of the week. Volleyball off to a good start, solid start in conference play. And I'll echo that with, I mentioned Ashton Middleton, my fire moment. She had 115 assists in three games wow. this week. So she got over 1,000, and I missed it because she did 115. I thought she was only about 940, <laughs> and somehow she got all the way to over 1,000. So Ashton Middleton gets my shout-out for fire moment of the week. Keep it up, Ashton. Great job. That's going to do it for this episode of the Burn em Up Podcast. We'll catch you next week as we'll have another guest here with us. For Carmel Astoria, I'm Philip Tang. We'll see you next week. Yeah.